Hello, and welcome to Podcasting Curious with your host, me, Galena Ravina, and my dog, Mila, who I have brought up with me because she would not stop barking, so I'm just going to have her sit next to me during the recording because that's really the only way I can supervise her and make sure that she's not barking. Um, Normally, I feel like I would have wanted to do this in some sort of studio setting or have some sort of room that maybe was soundproofed, that was a little more efficient for recording a podcast and having the quality of it be perfect. And this is really challenging to my sense of perfectionism where I just have to work with what I have. And what I have is my living room and my dog who barks at squirrels and neighbors and leaves that blow. So I'm making the best with what I got here. And uh, those of you who are watching this on video get to enjoy her cute little self hanging out in my lap for what will most likely be the entire recording session. And those of you who are joining me on audio, I just want to say thank you. Um, I appreciate you being here, um, whatever episode you find this show on. Um, I'm trying to make them evergreen topics, so I don't want to be too current in case you're finding this six months later or a year later and you're like, what? why are you talking about Thanksgiving of 2020? But that's the week that I'm recording this episode. Anyways, I wanted to do a solo pod. Um, I don't have a guest for today. It's just going to be me. I just want to talk about um, something that I'm a little curious about and that has been I'm just, you know, (laughs) dealing with the day-to-day. I don't really have a particular subject that I wanted to go over today. I just wanted to recap what's going on and um, talk about how I've been feeling about having to do solo pods. This is all really new to me. I used to have a podcast for about a year and a half that I had um, a co-host on, and we also used to have guests on top of that, and basically every podcast that I've done historically has been with guests. Uh, so this is this is really new to me and, and this is, was like a big fear that I had to get over was trying to do these recordings by myself because it, it feels so weird to like speak into the ether with nobody listening. Although some of my personal favorite podcasts, they're set up like this, like the host will either have a guest or won't have a guest, but they definitely have moments where it's just them speaking. And I can't help but wonder if they went through what I'm going through now with just feeling insecure and feeling like I'm rambling and just saying one long sentence and just going from thought to thought and from tangent to tangent and not knowing if this is what I'm supposed to be doing or not. But here we are. Um, And the only way I'm going to learn and grow is if I just like try to get over my fear of doing these solo episodes. That's really the only way that I'm going to get past the insecurity that I have about how weird it feels to do it alone, even though it probably doesn't sound as weird to anybody who's tuning in. Or maybe it does, and that's fine too. And I'm not here to force anything on anybody. If you like the podcast, great. I really appreciate it. If it's not for you, that's okay too. I mean, there's really literally about a million podcasts out there, so we can't expect to like and listen to all of them. But if for some reason you are finding yourself enjoying this, it would be a huge help to me and I would really appreciate it if you would just go over to the ratings area and leave it a quick five stars, maybe a comment, uh, maybe not. And you don't have to do any of that if you don't want to. I'm not here to force things on anybody. I'm just here to do my thing and if you enjoy it, then that's great. 
Um, so this actually was the week of Thanksgiving. Um, very unusual for, I think, all of us. Um, I don't know anyone alive that has done holidays mid-pandemic yet. This is new for everybody. And for me, it was bizarre because I, I'm so used to going home and seeing my family for Thanksgiving there in Ohio. And, you know, it's about a five-hour plane ride from Los Angeles. And I usually go and I take my dog and I see everybody. But this year it just wasn't a risk that I was willing to take. I did think about it a lot. And I know a lot of people made the choice to travel and go and see their families and I'm not here to make an indictment out of your choices. That's up to you to assess the risk. If, if some of you did that, then I just hope it was safe. I hope everything was okay, and I hope everything went over smoothly. I hope nobody caught sick you know, while they were traveling. I imagine that that anxiety was pretty severe with most of the people that were traveling. And that's kind of why I made the decision not to go, because I know that my anxiety would have been too bad. I know that I wouldn't have been relaxed the entire time I was home. I just would have been thinking like, what if I got sick after I got tested? What if I, you know, caught it in the airport? What if I caught it on the way to the airport? What if I caught it the day after I got tested? You know, I don't know. And with that many questions, I just feel like if I would have gone home, I would have been completely anxious the entire time. I wouldn't have enjoyed it at all. And I didn't want to bring that on myself. Um, I decided to instead have two of my close friends who both work at home, who are both, you know, sharing a level of anxiety, very similar level of anxiety about COVID. So I thought it was fine that the three of us were doing it together. We all understood the, the risk and we all did it anyway. So I had two of my friends over here and I cooked for us and that was fun. I really love cooking and I love hosting people and I've always pictured myself as this person who would like host big meals if I had, you know, a nice big house that I lived in and I had space for a lot of people. I would love to just have like 10, 20 people over for something that that's really like a big thing for me. I enjoy hosting and I enjoy making food for people. So it was nice that I at least got to do that. And then I got to provide a space for two of my friends who also decided not to go home because of COVID. And uh, it would have just been us three at home by ourselves if we hadn't gotten together. And there's some people that did that too, and I really appreciate that. Um, a lot of people just decided to do nothing so that they could feel safe, and that's more important now than ever. So I, I really appreciate everyone that took any kind of measures to do the holidays safely and to continue to try to be mindful about what's safest for themselves and for everybody around them. I think that the reason we're in this mess is because a lot of people don't put that much consideration in. They're like, oh, no, it's just me out for myself. I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to get anyone else sick. And it's this weird mentality of, oh, it'll never happen to me. It's happening to everybody else. And that's just a crazy mentality to, you know, put your all, all your eggs into that mentality basket of, well, it, it happens to other people. It's not going to happen to me. Because here's the thing, I mean, there's millions of people getting sick, so statistically, it very much could be you. And it's not really reasonable to be like, oh, it's happening to people that I've never even met somewhere else, and it's not happening to anyone around me. I mean, personally, I know a lot of people that have already gotten sick, and I think that that's pretty commonplace, is that with how long this has been going on and how many people have been affected, it, there's almost no way to not know anyone who's not been affected. I mean, we've been in this mess for 
eight, going on nine months. It's uh, It's been the entire year, really. Anywho, I don't want to stick on that for too long. Um, we all know what's going on right now, and we're all just hopefully doing our best, like I feel like I am. I did have something really silly happen as far as my preparation for Thanksgiving dinner. I, uh, I knew it was only going to be the three of us, so I wanted to get a really small turkey. Everywhere where I was reading recipes about how to make turkeys, it would list like the size of the turkey and the cooking time for that approximate size. And almost every different recipe I looked at had a turkey that was like six to eight pounds that they were using as an example. And then it would be like 10 to 12 pounds, 15 to 18, etc. And then it would have a cook time based on that size turkey. So every single thing that I was reading gave me the impression that there are six to eight pound turkeys that are pretty commonplace. And I'm like, perfect. I don't need anything more than that. It's just going to be three people eating and I'll have a little leftovers, I'm sure, but I don't want to get a giant turkey because it's going to be really, really wasteful. So I want one of these small six to eight pound turkeys. Anywho, um, these (laughs) elusive six to eight pound turkeys are nowhere to be found. Um, I went to several grocery stores, some pretty big ones. I went to Trader Joe's. I went to Pavilions. I looked at Ralph's. I looked at a multitude of grocery stores around Los Angeles trying to find a small turkey and it just, it didn't exist, people. It didn't exist. I went to Trader Joe's and the absolute smallest turkey that they had (laughs) was uh, 13 pounds, which is bigger than my dog. Um, That's a big turkey, 13 pounds. I don't think, if you conceptualize a 13-pound animal, I mean, that's that's pretty substantial. It's a lot of meat. That's a lot of food. And that was the smallest one they had. So I was like, look, this isn't going to work. I'm going to go to a second grocery store and hope for the best. Hope I can find something smaller. So I leave Trader Joe's and I got about two grocery bags full of stuff. I got just about everything else I would have needed to cook. And then I go to a different grocery store. I go to Pavilions. And Pavilions has a turkey that's 9.85 pounds. That was the absolute smallest turkey that they had. So I was like, all right, fine. I'm going for it. I'm going for this basically 10-pound turkey. This is the smallest one I can find. I really don't have time to drive to more grocery stores. I just have to take this and accept it and deal with the leftovers. So no 6-pound turkey, no 8-pound turkey. I end up buying a 10-pound turkey. And I bought a little cake from the bakery. And I had to carry this cake with both hands because, you know, it had to be upright because it was decorated. And I get back to my home and I'm carrying the two grocery bags from Trader Joe's. I'm carrying the cake and I've got the turkey and the turkey actually had its own separate handle on it, which was pretty nice, but it was heavy. Like I said, it's 10 pounds. It's pretty substantial. My arms were hurting walking from my car back up to the home. And, um, I end up putting down just the turkey. I'm holding onto the groceries. I put the bird down at my feet at the top of the stairs. I live on the second floor. <laughs> and I go, I put it down so I can unlock my door, right? I go to unlock my front door. And all of a sudden, 
I can kind of feel the turkey, which is pretty ball shaped. It's a, it's a spherical bird when you're buying it. You know, it's not as circular as like a basketball, but it's pretty round. Somehow it started rolling away and in slow motion, it fell all the way down my stairs. Just do, 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 just a frozen 10 pound body flying (laughs) down the stairs of my apartment building. It was so loud. My downstairs neighbor came out. He's like, are you okay? Did you just fall down the stairs? Because it truly sounded like a human body was tumbling down the stairs. It was awful. Um, But it was also really funny. It made me laugh. And I'm glad that I can laugh about that. And I'm glad that the bird was okay because it was frozen. So really no damage happened. Anyways. Um, I don't want to talk about food too much. Like, that was pretty funny. Um, But at the same time, like, even if my turkey had fallen and broken, I'm just still grateful that I was even able to buy one and that I'm thinking about things that I'm grateful for right now. And I try to do that um, all the time. I try to not just, like, reserve that for Thanksgiving I think a lot of people don't talk about gratitude any other time of year, and we really need to start doing that. We need to think about all the wonderful things that we have in our lives, because that's going to be the one solace right now when everything's so hard and so much is missing and so much is, you know, unanswered questions all the time about what's going on with just about everything. And the thing that's been most helpful to me in dealing with it mentally and spiritually has just been to, like, keep a record of my gratitude and things that I'm so glad that I have despite what's missing in the pandemic. Like I got to say, it has been so sad and so disruptive for me to not have stand-up comedy in my life. I went from having it be not just my dream and ambition and something that I was doing, you know, every single night for going on six years and It was also my social life too. Like I could just know that I could leave my house on any given day if I felt lonely or I felt like I wasn't getting enough human contact. I wasn't like getting that fix of communication that I needed of community, of feeling like I belong somewhere with a group of people. I could just go out any night and run into people that I love and that I enjoy being around and that are funny and that are like easy to talk to and A lot of people are missing that right now. A lot of people who had these strong communities and sure you can move it online, but it's, it's kind of not the same. I'm really missing the community aspect of it. The being with a large group of people that, that really did something for my spirit. And it's, it's a tough adjustment to have that gone right now. So I will say, um, I did take up podcasting to try to fill that void a little bit. I've always wanted to come back to having a podcast, so this kind of felt like a good time because at least I could try to maintain some semblance of creativity and that I'm putting content out in some format. Whether people ask for it or not, I need it. I asked for it, you know. I had to ask myself, like, please, Galena, put some content out there, like, do something so that you don't have to feel this, like, complete void of artistic endeavors in your day-to-day it's hard not having comedy um I miss it so much I miss everything that it brought into my life good and bad and 
There were really stressful things about it, but they were all worth it. They were all ultimately um, really small hardships in the grand scheme of things. Like everything felt, for the most part, really, really good about pursuing stand up. And I miss it. I miss it so much. And in order for me not to be driven crazy by that, I, I have to do other things and I have to be grateful that I'm working and that I have food and that I have this dog and I have amazing friends who, if I can't see in person, I can at least talk to them on the phone. And, you know, there's so many different ways to stay in touch with people right now. And I'm really, really grateful for that. I can't imagine if we were going through this pandemic in a time when you had to write letters to get a hold of people that you love. Like, at least I can FaceTime my family. That's such a big deal. And I think we take it for granted. I think we don't think about how nice it is to have all these technologies right at hand that we can, like, fill the void at least a little bit. At least, like, in an artificial way, I can see everyone I want to see if I just, like, video chat them. It's better than nothing. <laughs> I'm not here to say it's the same, but I'm here to say it's absolutely better than nothing. So I'll take it. Um, I think that it's really good to see so many people making good, safe decisions too and, and putting other people before them and even putting strangers before them and making these sacrifices right now so that we can try to be safe. And I'm not trying to condemn or judge anyone that isn't making those decisions because I think a lot of the sacrifices that aren't being made are coming from a place of fear and it is really hard to not be fearful right now. I mean, that's that's pretty big. It's pretty prevalent. The fear of the unknown and the fear of how different life is today than it was even just a year ago. But we're going to get out of this and we're going to get through to the other side of it and we're going to have holidays where we don't have to think about the dangers of traveling again. It doesn't feel like it right now, but I, I swear we're going to have another Thanksgiving in a, maybe a year if we're lucky, two years for sure. Where we don't have to think that like getting on a plane might kill grandpa, you know? We're, we're going to get back to those days soon. I can't wait. But until then, I'm going to take an inventory of the things that I do have in my life and the things that I'm so appreciative for that are getting me through this one way or another. All right. Um, man, it, it is pretty hard doing these uh, solo eps right now. I don't know what else to talk about? Um, what else is going on? I'm doing a lot of reading. I always read a lot before, but in quarantine, that's just another way to pass time since I'm not really going out at night anymore. I've been doing a lot of reading. I'm currently reading this amazing book called Radium Girls. And it's almost like Aaron Brockovich, but from like the 20s, from the 1920s. It's about um, these corporations that used radium paint to make watches and clocks and other uh, gadgets. And it ends up getting all of the workers really, really sick with radium poisoning. And it's this book about their fight to try to get compensation. And um, it's, it's marked by the fact that it's all happening in the 1920s and there were so few workers' rights and you know, even less rights for, like, women, and it was mostly women working at these corporations. So it's pretty wild to read it and to compare that situation to how that would be now. I think right now a lot of people feel like their jobs are really dangerous too, and they feel like they might not have any kind of resources. So it's wild to read something that happened 100 years ago and 
like how much humanity is still dealing with those problems right now. Um, if anybody has any good book recommendations for me, I'm, I'm always open to that. Um, I kind of read like all sorts of different genres. I love fiction. I love true stories like Radium Girls. Um, I do also really like true crime and certain autobiographies. If anybody's got really good ones, I'll take recommendations on those too. And yeah, that's, that's kind of all I'm up to right now. Um, I'm going to get more consistent about doing these solo episodes. I'm, I'm going to get more confident about recording them and about releasing them. And it, it's just going to take some time, but I'm going to get better. And just like with everything else in comedy and everything in life, like the more you do it, the better you get. So I'm really looking forward to gaining a little bit of expertise at it and, and putting out content for people that they're really going to be able to enjoy and, and hopefully get something out of and think about. Like, I just, I want people to listen to this and, and like it and get something out of it. And I don't want to <laughs> sound like I'm rambling and then not know what I said. And yeah, it, it, it's challenging for me, but I'm going to overcome it in the hopes that other people can think about things that are daunting to them, that are giving them anxiety to do the way these solo episodes gave me anxiety. And be like, you know what, I'm just going to get it over with. I'm going to do my best and just get it to stand on its own, and I'll fix it later. <laughs> not, not to say I'm going to come back and fix this episode, but meaning like I'll fix it by getting better at it and improving. And all I can really do is create and grow from the fact that I bothered to create something in the first place. Um, what else? I don't know. I don't know if I should start like taking questions on these episodes. I guess if you have questions, send them my way. I will do my best. Um, I've got more guests scheduled, so I've got a couple episodes coming where we're going to be talking about specific topics and maybe something that would be um, a good idea for me on future episodes of this where it's just me is I'll take some topic that I know something about and I'm still curious about and kind of go over that with you guys. Right now, I don't really have anything specific in mind. I'm just trying to get through the day-to-day -day of COVID life. And I'm trying to, you know, keep moving forward and keep making stuff and growing and learning. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want any more information... Um, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and uh, we'll keep it coming. And that's been today's episode of Podcasting Curious with me, Galena Ravina. Thank you so much.